0: Hey listeners, this is your biohacker speaking, (laughs) aka Katie. If there is one thing I dread, it is walking down the skincare aisle of my local pharmacy. There are just so many options to choose from, and I never really know if something is actually working. So that's why I reached out to Rachel Varga for some TLC and guidance through her one-on-one consultation. And honestly, there is just nothing better than putting your skincare regimen into the hands of someone you trust and who really takes the time to evaluate your skin type and then give you access to products you just won't find on supermarket shelves. Since I'm on camera almost all the time, I really can't afford to get a breakout or have my skin looking dry and flaky. Rachel's protocol has literally changed the texture and complexion of my skin to the point where I'm starting to get ID'd again, which makes you feel good at literally any age. So if you haven't booked your session yet, then head over to rachelvarga.ca to learn more.
1: Welcome to Beauty and the Biohacker where we explore the latest tools and trends in self-care, aesthetics, and peak performance to help you live your most beautiful life from the inside out. I'm your co-host, Rachel Varga, a board-certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 19,000 rejuvenation treatments performed on thousands of patients.
0: And I'm Katie Moore, a self-proclaimed biohacker with three years of self-experimenting in the space of health and wellness technology. I'm on a mission to help you achieve success without sacrificing your health or happiness through my YouTube channel, Katie Type A.
1: So join us as we sit down with some of the biggest innovators in the health space, the
0: movers and shakers of the wellness world, and unpack some of the biggest secrets in the skincare and longevity space. We are Beauty and the Biohacker, and we're thrilled to have you along for the ride. We are so excited today because we have Braden Pauls, who is the co-founder and CEO of Fume. And if you haven't heard about Fume, guys, we are so excited. This is actually a natural aromatherapy company helping over 30,000 consumers around the world to really create positive habits and change. And so Fume is based where uh, Miss Rachel Varga lives in Canada. Uh, and what they do is they're sustainably manufacturing wooden inhalers for boosting energy, performance, relaxation, and they even have 600 positive testimonials on helping people quit smoking. So you guys are still a fairly young company, and yet you've achieved so much. Uh, so welcome to the show, Braden. We are just so happy to have you here.
2: Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Glad I can be here.
0: So let's uh, kick things off with a little bit of your backstory because I I think it's, you know, the whole essential oils concept and idea. I think, you know, every we've all experienced essential oils on our hands or skin at some point. And so I'm just kind of curious for you, like when and what got you interested in essential oils? Does this stem back to your like childhood? Um, and then, you know, from that, like what what was your personal reasoning for starting fume?
2: yeah, so kind of comes back it's kind of interesting. I don't actually have a very, very long history with essential oils it's a few years now, but I sort of I think my mom would have used them growing up here and there, but it was never something that I was super aware of or didn't really know what they were or what they could be used for or what their effects were very well, and it was actually one of my co-founders um, who actually he had sort of came up with the original theme prototype design. And actually he gave me a fume and said, Hey, this is, has peppermint essential oil in it and you should try this thing. And I was like, wait, like what, what is this and why? And, and I had a ton of questions and, but then I tried it and I tried a fume with peppermint. I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like it opens up my airways. I love the taste. Like, And it was actually, that was kind of my door that opened to actually understanding essential oils, which was, which was insane. And up until that point, most of my, my conceptions of it were associations with MLMs and associations with, oh, that's just a bunch of woo woo kind of, you know, mommy blogger stuff. That's a little bit weird and, and that type of thing. And that was my, that was my preconceptions, but from that point i actually became interested and started diving deeper and actually learning a bit more of what the science is behind it and then also just how these different plant extracts can be used for so many different reasons so that was that was kind of my entrance into it which was kind of kind of funny that it was actually just trying fume itself well i guess would have been our prototype of fume but trying fume itself was actually the door that opened um Opened up essential oils for me. So, and then my personal reason was I tried that product at that point, and um, pretty much was talking with my fellow co-founders, and I said, "Hey, like, I think this is a product that can help a lot of people in the world, and I would love to get on board with this and see what we can do." Um, so then, at that point, that's kind of when I joined in with the with the company. It wasn't really a company at that point; most, mostly an idea and a little bit of a side side hustle type thing, and. And we joined in and then as co-founders, we pretty much were like, okay, how can we actually bring the benefits of this product to the world? So that's kind of where it all started for me. And it's been a crazy steep learning curve Ever since.
0: (laughs) I'm sure when you start your own business and you really dive headfirst into that entrepreneurial life, sometimes it just sounds so much better than it actually is. And there is a (laughs) lot of grunt work in, in the first part of it that you don't expect, you know. And especially when you're creating a physical product, like I'm just, you know, I do YouTube reviews and that's fun and dandy, but like you literally manufacture these, you know, hand crafted that must have taken so much research, product design, like <laughs> that is a lot, you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: And you're, you're completely right. It looks like when you're starting something, you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be a little bit hard, but pretty much, you know, we'll just make the product. People will understand they'll benefit from it and the business will grow. And it's just a plus B equals C. Right. And that's what it seems like. And then you, then you realize it's a lot more nuanced than that. And, and gratefully for me, I love challenges. I love I love, well, I'm fundamentally I'm 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 very much motivated by being able to help people and help to serve and be able to create something that's actually, you know, giving back in the world. But also, as a personal motivation, I love learning. I love actually being able to, you know, I like the challenge, but it's like business and and specifically growing this, it's like there's no shortage of challenge. In some ways, I'm actually like, okay, not so much challenge. Let's just kind of like <laughs> tone it down a little bit. But it's been an incredible journey. And, and for me, getting the feedback back from customers saying, hey, this is this has helped me a lot with quitting smoking or, you know, with other health issues, and this has improved my life. It's like those testimonials and hearing that back from people, that's what keeps me driven and our whole team driven to just keep on pushing and keep growing.
1: I think that's a great story. And yes, my father, he has been battling with quitting smoking, then starting up again. And so I'm going to be getting him a fume because I think this design is great because a lot of that, you know, quitting smoking, smoking cessation is related to just like the habit of having something in your mouth. So Braden, I have a question for you. What does it mean to be a positive rebel and how does fume help promote this movement?
2: Yeah, So that word rebel is often associated with sort of the idea of, you know, kind of being being a badass and being super, super different, almost just for the sake of sometimes just for the sake of being seen and sometimes for the sake of just kind of being a little bit of an anarchist to kind of make a statement for no reason. And for us, you know. Obviously, some people want to do that. We're not really associating with that. But the idea of positive rebel being somebody who breaks the norm for the purpose of actually doing something better, because, you know, there's many times where the status quo is the best, but there's also a ton of times where the status quo isn't actually the best way to go. It's just the way that things have always been or the way that, you know that's just the, the normal right now. And it's like the people who are actually, you know, going for the next level, trying new things to try to benefit others, to try to benefit themselves. Those are the people who are the positive rebels. So for us, it's kind of the identity of our company. It's like, we see ourselves as doing that in the world. And we want to be able to actually find the people who are doing that and get behind what they're doing as well. Because it's like, for me, that's something that I fundamentally believe is that's going to make the world better infinitely quicker than many other things, right? If we have people out there and we're getting behind the people who are already doing good, already innovating and already going for the next level, if we can get behind those people, that's how we're gonna really see some change.
0: Yeah, I love that idea of the of like the rebel um movement too, because you know when you classically think of like who is like the biggest rebel without a cause, it's of course James Dean, but what was he holding in his hand? A cigarette. We all know that that is not the right you know, um, avenue to go down for long-term health. So instead what you guys have done is you've figured out something that is, you know, similar in style and yet different in function. And so I love that you've kind of done a whole like 360 turn on its head with this idea of rebel
2: yeah well and we love playing with that paradox right and that's that's something that we have to you know people see our product and then make that association and sometimes that association is a negative association but we want to be able to take that and actually turn you know somebody using a fume into being a symbol of like oh no 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 this person isn't rebel per se, this person is actually like a positive rebel. They're actually using something that's helping them get better and actually is helping the world get better rather than the negative side. So it's fun to kind of play with those concepts that people have and hopefully be able to flip them in a different way.
0: Kitty, are we positive rebels? Oh, a hundred percent. I think, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say a lot of the biohackers who are in it yeah. for the right reason and are trying to help promote healthy living and healthy habits are are taking that that kind of stance and approach into how they're sharing information and living their own lives. And at the end of the day, it's always like, how do you lead by example? Right. And so the people who are actually, you know, showing that they're, um showing up for themselves through you know different modalities like this essential oil inhaler i think it's you know that's when you're going to start to see a sea change for people for sure definitely so let's uh let's talk about the nitty-gritty because i'm curious uh i know you guys have a lot of information on your website so Anybody who's interested in learning more about kind of the backstory and and you got some great stuff that you do um, with nonprofits, go to fumeessential.com. And don't forget, if you want to get a discount, BNB10 will get you a 10% off your first one. But the delivery mechanism. So how safe is this thing to inhale an essential oil? Uh, And is it more effective than a diffuser?
2: Yeah. So I guess the typical way that people have thought about essential oils is, you know, either it's a diffuser or it's topical or it's aromatic and sort of, you know, the typical approach out there is that you'd put a few drops on your hand, you know, cup it over your mouth, do the tenting type thing. And people have been doing that for a long time. And, you know, essential oils are oftentimes the, the best way to be able to use them, you know, often is the diffusing is the tenting, but we kind of were looking at it and we're like, okay, this tenting method, you know, it's effective as far as what it does for you, but it's not effective in how easy it is to use and in how you're actually like, is that something you can put in your pocket? It's also very wasteful. You know, if you're putting, if you're putting drops on your hands, those drops are going to dissipate into the world, you know, Pretty much within two, three minutes, right? Like your hands are already not that's going to all be in the air, that essential oil. And, you know, it's not the worst thing, but it's, it's kind of wasteful in regards to, you know, if you look at the ratios of how much of a plant it actually takes to distill down that essential oil it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of plants and it's a lot of usage. So we were looking at it and saying, okay, is there a better method that we could use that uses sort of this traditional way that people have been using for centuries, but then to take that and make it in a more accessible way. So more on the scientific side too. So, you know, essential oils are volatile. There, there are compounds that are incredibly small. And, you know, if you take some essential oil, if it's pure essential oil, you drop it on the table it is going to dissipate it's going to be completely gone so as far as the safety of it that makes it incredibly safe and compared to something like an actual oil like a fatty oil or something um, along the lines of an olive oil or that type of thing that's actually you know if you put a drop of that on the table that's just going to stay there indefinitely it's just going to be there whereas a volatile oil it'll just naturally disperse itself evenly within whatever medium that it is. And it's those high concentrations of a specific substance that lead towards toxicity. So because of that, and the sort of chemical structure of essential oils, it makes it something that, yeah, it is something that you can use via inhalation safely. Um, And people have been using aromatherapy for centuries like that for its benefits. So yeah, we're just building along that legacy of, of history of people doing that and finding a better way for them to be able to do that.
1: How long do the effects typically last? So when I'm fuming, I definitely, you know, do this slow inhale for 20 seconds and then exhale through the nose. And um, I actually did it the other day and I had a headache and actually it helped relieve my headache. So I think it's just for me having tools in the toolkit to just help me with things with my health and my body that I'm working through. I think this is a great thing to just like have on the go with you. It's great. Uh, Just like gives you a moment to deep breathe. But how long would you say that the effects typically last and can you potentially overfume?
2: Yeah. So how long the effects last would kind of depend on the blend that you're using and the purpose that you're using it for. So there's kind of, I guess I typically would break it out by the, hey, there's physiological effects and the way that the essential oil is actually interacting with your body chemistry and then there would be more of the psychological effects which is how the essential oil is kind of triggering different states through scent and actually affecting more of more of your psychology and they kind of overlap but it's a helpful way to be able to kind of make a bit of a distinction. So with the physiological effects those would vary again with the essential oil but that when you're inhaling that, it's going to be kind of dispersing itself and eventually going into your bloodstream and just dis- and diffusing itself kind of evenly. So those effects could be, you know, it, again, it'll vary, but those would be longer than the effects of, say, the psychological effects, where the psychological effects will pretty much just be there as long as you're actually smelling it right and that state is kind of being triggered for you you know the classic thing you you come into the house and it's fresh baked cookies and you just get transported back to your grandma's house when you were a kid and the, the smell and it you know how it links together with different emotional states and it's that same thing where you can use different scents to trigger those different states and yeah and as far as i guess your second question there can you potentially overfume You can potentially overdo pretty much everything. Um, Probably if you were just breathing out a fume and not breathing any other air for (laughs) an extended amount of time, we're talking hours and hours and hours, I'm guessing there probably could be something that could go wrong. But with the way that we formulate our blends and the way that we make our product, we look at the different essential oils and there is some plants that, you know, there is potential risks with toxicity and, and having too much of it. And we avoid those in our blends and in the way that we actually make our cores. And we make sure that you're not going to be getting any of those plants in any of our blends. Um, but even if it was those ble- those plants, you'd be looking at such high concentrations that that risk is very far out and very extreme.
0: I just wanted to say one anecdotal thing um, that I experienced with fume, which was hilarious because I, I started like using the peppermint one and I got really excited. And so I was using it, you know, pretty much uh, day and night. And so then I, one night I was like, you know, I had a stomach ache. I was like, I, th- I bet the peppermint will help. So I, I inhaled quite a few times before going to bed. And then I sat in bed and I was like, why am I energized right now? Why can I not go to sleep? The next day I look at the peppermint oil like cheat sheet and it's like, could be energizing. And I was like, well, problem solved. (laughs) That was purely anecdotal. I had not looked at like all of the effects of it. And so, yeah, I mean, I, and, and so knowing that it's like, okay, well maybe, you know, plan the time of day in which you want to use it. You know you actually have a calming evening blend. you have yeah. eucalyptus, you have lavender. those are probably the ones you want to stick with at night, not the peppermint because this thing will get you riled up. trust me <laughs> um, but uh but yeah, I mean, and speaking of blends, you know i I know that you guys are using therapeutic grade essential oils, which I commend um so talk to me about how these blends are actually formulated and I know that, um, you know, in terms of measuring the results, you guys are still a small team. I know that there's a lot of research and development still involved, but like, what are you doing right now to basically beta test these results and see if they're actually working?
2: Yeah. So when we're, when we're formulating a blend, it's kind of a combination of taste and efficacy where we'll kind of choose, Hey, we're looking for something that would have these sort of intended effects either psychologically or physiologically. And then we want to optimize for taste, right? Cause again, people will take, you know, the good old fisherman's friend if you have a, a cold or something, but it's not a good experience. So we want to be able to have that experience, be both, you know, it actually tastes good and it is actually effective as well. So that's kind of the formula that we would use for our blends, but that would be kind of taking research of previous studies, on you know, what different essential oils have been shown to have different effects and then using those studies together in our blending process to sort of create an initial formulation and then actually testing that with our team ourselves and seeing if that ha- is having the desired effect and then we also work with different ambassadors and that type of thing in that formulation process to get feedback from other people outside of our team and then again it just turns into an iteration process and um yeah that's kind of our process at this point and we're excited to you know in the future we want to go much bigger and we also and and be able to have much more extensive studies where we would you know able to say hey look at this peer-reviewed article that shows xyz and that's the direction that we're going but at this point with the scale we haven't been able to do that Um, in the last couple years we've also developed a relationship with a company um, that's actually based in israel and they specialize in terpene formulation and um, doing medical research with that and we are actually working with them right now to launch a few blends as well they have some really exciting things around um, a blend that they're actually calling NTVRL. Um, that's very helpful, That's pretty much been shown in peer-reviewed research to reduce um, to be both. Um, I Guess it would be anti-inflammatory and antiviral in regards to COVID. Um, and so they're actually working on the research to be able to see that through to be able to be a a, tri- a, a product that's actually used for treating COVID. So. We're actually partnering with them right now and and stay stay alert to what we're doing because there's a good chance that we'll be coming out with a blend together with them. So it's kind of a combination of how we use third party and also our internal team to be able to create those blends.
1: I think it's great. And for anybody tuning in, you guys can do your own PubMed searches for your favorite essential oils and find some research there. You'll be able to find the abstract if you want to get the full paper, because you're not, uh, say, subscribed to that medical journal. You do have to pay. That's how that works. And I know that because I write papers. I'm actually about to write my fourth one, which is exciting. And uh, just for everybody tuning in, this isn't medical advice. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. We're not here to diagnose, treat, or anything like that. Uh, I have to say my favorite blend is the reassurance. I just, I love it. I really, I like it. It's kind of like earthy. It's kind of minty. It seems to actually really help me with some of my headaches sometimes. So walk us through Brayden, the manufacturing process and why you decided to handcraft each inhaler. I mean, these things are beautiful. They feel beautiful. I'm a total Virgo. So is Katie. We love anything that feels like it's from the earth. And is your process of manufacturing kind of like scalable long term? I also do want to just kind of in this video, we can even do a demo of putting a cord in one of mm-hmm. the uh, fumes and what it looks like. It's, it's dead easy. All you literally do is open up your package and you pull out one of the cords that already have uh, the different blends on them or you can put your own favorite essential oils in. I have a cord in here right now, but you basically just pop it in. you you fray the end, pop it in, and then there you go. And just to remind everybody how long the cords typically last for, and then you wanna change them out. And then I'd love for you to talk about the manufacturing process.
2: Yeah, for sure. So the cores, typically we recommend changing them out about every day if you're using it quite often. If you're not using it as often, and if you're keeping it in its carry case, it could last quite a bit longer um pretty much what you're going to see is you're just going to see a gradually decreasing potency of that essential oil because it's because it's volatile like we were saying earlier it'll just naturally dissipate even if you're not using it so that's where the case is going is handy for making it last longer but yeah typically you'll be able to use a core for at least a day um if not multiple days. And there's, there's been some times where I forget about a fume, I leave it in the case, it's in some random drawer in my car or something like that. And I'll find it, you know, a couple months later, and I'll open it up and that core will still be completely potent and ready to go. Um, So as long as you're keeping it in the case, or if it's a sealed core bag, they'll last a long time just without use. But then if it's exposed to air, it'll dissipate fairly quickly. So um, but yeah, jumping into the manufacturing, I guess for us, it's it's always been something that's been very important for us is just what is our impact as a company and how are we um, how are we affecting the world around us and 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 are we doing things well and are we doing things, you know, to the best of our abilities to be serving people and making the world better. So, for us, that that decision when we first launched to have our manufacturing here was was one that we took very seriously where we were like hey we want to be able to actually employ people locally we want to be able to build a supply chain that we actually know and that we can verify and be able to control um, and it's it's definitely not the easy way to do things um, it's it's quite difficult um, so we are able to but but you get a superior product out of it which is amazing and we love being able to serve people with that because you know, pretty much our our manufacturing would take, we'd come from raw wood and then you'd come out with a fume, right? And that whole process is controlled by our team and we can optimize all of the little details to get you that superior product, which working with a third-party manufacturer, you know, it's very hard to be able to do that. And, and we're incredibly proud that we've been able to accomplish that and do that right here in Canada. Um, and then the bigger question, yeah, what you're saying is, the question being, are we going to be able to scale that long-term? And that's that's going to be a huge challenge for us. That's one that we're wrestling with right now. And how do we do that? And is it possible to build those ethical, su- sustainable supply chains internationally or with another third party? Those are different things that we're looking at, but for us, that's very important. And um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with B Corp or the sort of B Corp framework, but that's for those who are listening, it's a it's a pretty much a framework that businesses can use to be able to um, sort of rate their success and being able to serve all stakeholders in a business. So including, you know, the community around the business, the the staff themselves, the customers and the environment, how is the company doing and serving all of those and then pretty much the companies can get a score in regards to that so. We're actually in the process right now of being qualified as a B Corp. So it's something that's very important for us where it's like if we're not going to be able to have our own manufacturing to still be able to set up the, the supply chains in a way that we can ensure that the quality is there, first of all, and that also that's still being done in a sustainable and ethical way. So we're not quite sure what the future is going to hold, but that's kind of the things that we're trying to figure out at this point as a company.
0: Yeah, and these these are part of the growing pains, right? Of you know having a startup, and then it all, all of a sudden you know being consumed by so many people. It's like it's a good problem to have. You know, and and I'm 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 sure that you guys are a te- a very smart team and you'll figure out kind of all of the different things that you need to do to create to keep churning out amazing products like you do. Also, another anecdotal thing. Um, these these things are are pretty durable. I accidentally left one in my pocket and it went through the washer and dryer and it came out and it still worked. Like the the, the, <laughs> the core that was inside was still active. I, I, so I'm just, I'm saying like that, that's a pretty good test. So accidental test. Anyway, um, I digress. So, uh, I, I personally, this is really a question for me because I, uh, I don't know how to do this yet, but I, I have a bunch of blank cores and I got all these like different oils and I. I soaked one in peppermint oil and then I put it into my core and I was like, whoa, that was too much. So what is, <laughs> I was like, how did they do that? So I obviously just like gave up and I like ordered more peppermint ones from you guys. However, I would still like to know, and I'm sure our listeners would like to know what is the proper way of like adding an essential oil to the blank core. Don't do what I do. Um, and then, you know, do you have to use therapeutic essential oils, etc.?
2: yeah so the proper way to be able to put that on your core is just pretty much you'll just take it and it's a little bit awkward which is the reason we actually created cores as we did is to be able to avoid some of the awkwardness of that process with already having it infused but the blank cores pretty much you would take that and then you would just put your drops from your bottle and put about three to four drops and just drop them onto your core. Then you would fray it slightly and then just insert it in your fume. Um, and yeah, like you're saying the the quality and which essential oils you're using is very, very important because there's a whole, the, the essential oil industry isn't very regulated and there's a lot of variance in what can be called an essential oil. Um, and You know, there's been cases that have been found where different companies are, you know, adding different additives into them that aren't even necessarily essential oil or not even the plant. And then there's also variance as far as the potency and the purity. And so it's like you want to be very pure and very high potency and obviously no additives is what you're looking for as far as those essential oils. So, yeah, very important to be sourcing those from reliable sources. Um, because some of the negatives is that, you know, essential oil itself is not dangerous, but if there's additives in there, and if that's not a high quality essential oil, that could be something that could be more negative towards, you know, potential side effects or negative, negative outcomes. So
0: if you're
1: watching on the YouTube channel, um, I actually just preloaded one of my, um, course here and it's really easy i just put my essential oil i use frankincense i love frankincense right now and then you just fray the end and then you put the uh, unfrayed end in your fume and if you ever want to just like get out your other cord just like blow it out and it will come out um yeah and then you just pop it in and there you go
2: and you're good to go
0: so any good tips for like different blends that maybe you guys don't have yet on the market, but you're thinking about and how someone who is say a biohacker, like Rachel and myself could actually use like stack with their fumes. Like, do you have um, any cool recipes for like an infrared sauna or like doing a cold plunge or sleep, et cetera?
1: I'm totally just about to take your rainforest uh, fresh start.
0: Hawaiian rainforest
1: naturals oil that you
0: sent. Uh, oh yeah, I sent her one of those. Um, you know, as as kind of a homage to the entrepreneur life that she is now embarking on, like all three of us are. Um, and uh, and yeah, so like I, I mean, I have. A, t- a great great organic st- like health store here in Kona, and they have more essential oils than I would know what to do with. So that's why I was like, I should ask the essential oil guru, like what is a good thing to biohack and stack with perfume.
2: Yeah, yeah. So one of the I guess there's there's so many different ways. So um, so specifically making different blends with lavender um, is incredible for relaxation and sleep and that type of thing um so we have a blend called reassurance that was formulated for that use specifically so rachel was talking about it earlier but for you know being able to calm down whether that's winding down at the end of the day for getting ready to go to sleep or if that's just hey i'm feeling super stressed out a lot of anxiety at this point you know wanting to take a break during the day and actually breathe and calm down a bit you know Either use is awesome. Um, we've heard that blends with peppermint and eucalyptus, awesome in the sauna. You know, oftentimes you would just put some drops in your sauna regardless, but then to be able to use that in a fume, a little bit more efficient and just being able to open up your airways, really, really awesome. And just get that really clear feeling um, as you're breathing is incredible. Um, and then, yeah, I guess one of the other ones is we have another blend coming out here. Um, it's going to be launching it about, I think, think about a month that's for reference we're april 28th here i think 2021 um but yeah it's gonna be launching in about a month and it's actually called invigorate so it's it's formulated with peppermint um and other i think there's some citrus flavors in it and other notes that are just really helpful for giving you that really clear breathing and that's going to actually be kind of focused specifically on exercise and being able to optimize for for exercise, for breathing. So we're working with professional athletes and, and different um, runners and that type of thing and testing how that can actually help, um, help. Help you breathe better to improve performance or just to actually just, you know, have that energy boost during your day. As you were saying earlier with um, having, taken the peppermint in the evening and then having trouble sleeping. There's, there's a lot of awesome things with peppermint. Um, so peppermint combinations are great. Um, And then the one to go to specifically, if you're looking for something for quitting smoking, the one that has the most research right now is black pepper and showing how it can reduce those nicotine cravings and being able to help you overcome that addiction.
0: Yeah. The peppermint mistakes were made, but man, I can't get enough of it. Like I take it on my bike rides. I mean, it's like it, what I like too about the, the portability of it is like you can pretty much take it anywhere. Although the other day I was in a yoga class with my friend and I rolled it over to him to try before class. And yeah. I know some people gave me like the eye, like, what did you just roll to him? Like it was, it was <laughs> I felt
2: yeah. like
0: I felt like a rebel, like a positive. Yeah, there rebel. you go, positive rebel for sure. <laughs> just helping his airwaves, guys. Don't worry, it's just helping his airwaves. Yeah. Anything else you want to add, Rachel, or any other anecdotal crazy stories you've had with your fume? <laughs> yeah, let's, oh no. sign, let's sign my hubby
1: up. He's a pro athlete. He suffers with allergies. He's like the strongest weak guy I know. <laughs> 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 so if we can get him doing the fume with some type of blend to help him with seasonal allergies, I think that would be really great. That's, and That sounds great. I, I for sure, um, this makes sense to me that there could, for, for certainly be some type of essential oil that would be kind of like vasodilating yeah. and maybe like open up those little alveoli sacs which are what's responsible for a gas exchange in our lungs because that's what's happening that's what where the uh, oils when we're inhaling them that's where that transference and making their ways into our cells is happening so I'd love to hear a little bit more about like seasonal allergy blends, um, increased oxygenation blends for vasodilation. I think that'd be kind of cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the seasonal allergies, um, I think the main ones that have been shown to be effective for that are lemon and lavender and also a combination with peppermint. So our lemon berry bliss blend is kind of a combination of those and a few other notes Um, all working together for that opening your airways effect. And I was actually just using that core earlier today and I've been loving it. It's just so great for opening up your airways and it also just tastes awesome. Um, so that's the one that you'd want to be using for the seasonal allergies and that type of thing. Um, more on the vasodilation side, you're completely correct, um, Peppermint and eucalyptus, again, have been sort of the ones that have been shown to have the greatest effect on vasodilation and opening up those airways. Um, That's the most research is there with peppermint and eucalyptus. There's also some other ones that they're looking at right now to see if those effects are there. Um, So, yeah, peppermint, eucalyptus, and that's going to be in our invigorate blend as well, um, being able to give that option for people.
1: Okay, my favorite smell, this is what happens when you've lived on an island your whole life, your dad's a carpenter, you love the smell of fresh cedar and fresh pine. That is like my crack or hearing like a VA motor with like <laughs> Flowmaster exhaust. <laughs> well, sometimes I'll go in the forest and on uh, some of the, like the the different trees, like the Douglas firs, I'll actually harvest some of the sap and the resin. And then you can yeah. actually burn that in your home. So if you came up with like some cool Canadian west coast pine Spear blend oh my gosh i will be all over that if you had a cologne and made a cologne from man oh dear goodness yeah
2: no, i <laughs> i am so with you on that one i'm like i'm the guy who goes in the forest and i'll just like take a single pine needle and break it in half and then just kind of smell it because it's just it's just so invigorating and great and I know, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. And I know, I think our team is, we'll be looking at that in the future, because that experience, even just for the psychological effect of like, that association, I know, for me, it's just like, I, I love camping, I love being outside. And I just associate that smell with just so many positive feelings. And it's, it would just be a, I think it'd be a big hit for me. And sound like, it'd be a big hit for you. So I think it's something we'll help, definitely have to look at here.
0: Well, since we're taking requests, and you you guys are obviously now <laughs> responsible for doing the travel series, I think you'd do like a New York subway, like the the smells of the subway system, just so I can, you know be in Hawaii and still remember what it feels like to be in New York. <laughs> as a reminder every day why I'm here. no, i I, I think this is actually a, a great idea. and i I could totally, I mean, Yes. Kind of going back to what you said earlier about grandmother's cookies and like those little scents that like really make a difference. Having that t- like that place, that specific place and that specific scent as like um, kind of like a psychological kind of, you know, uh, relaxation, I think yeah. is, is genius. And I, I, I just see so many products coming out of the fume market. And I, I'm just so excited to see where you guys take this.
2: Well, and we're so excited about that because like specifically around things like meditation and that type of thing of just being able to, you know, if you constantly pair a certain scent with your meditation time um, and just have that as a constant pairing where before you meditate, you use that blend, you know, there's the potential then that you're in a very stressful situation. And once you've kind of programmed yourself to be having that association of calm and rest, Together with that scent, now you're in that stressful spot right before a big presentation, right before your TED Talk, whatever it is. And now you can start triggering your body physiologically and psychologically to be going towards that state, right? And so the possibilities there are incredible. And and the way that your olfactory system is so linked into your limbic system and your emotions and how close that connection is and the power of scent to be able to elicit emotion is incredible. And I think that's an area in the next few years here that we're really excited about researching further, but I think it's going to be an area that we're going to be looking at and saying, why didn't we do this sooner? Why didn't we develop more products to do this already? Like, you know, we use music where we're like, I'm going to get hyped up. I'm going on a run. I got to listen to my jam, throw on the MM. let's go. Right. And why don't we do the similar thing with States and with using you know, using what's available to us with our different sensory um, options to be able to trigger those states. So I think that's going to be something that we're going to see a lot of is using aromatherapy to be able to trigger those states. And I've been doing basic things with it already myself, and I'm really excited about where we can go with it and and go to the next level.
0: That's called Um, rituals. Or habit forming, you know, it's all about like atomic habits, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I gotta say, it's pretty cool seeing uh man in the space of essential oils, because this would be, you know, predominantly a feminine type practice, right? Mm-hmm. Just historically, I'm just thinking yeah. historically, like healers and, and things like that. So what do you like, how do you feel about that? I'm just curious, <laughs> like, kudos to you for being yeah. out divine And feminine. it's an all
0: male, it's all male team too. Yep. And like, cool. I think, you know, one of the things is like the, we had, we talked about earlier, like taking the stigma out of the essential oil business and some of these MLMs and like distilling it and making it cool again. And I think, you know, you're, your team is, is really trying to lead the
2: forefront on that. Totally. And it's, yeah, some of those stigmas were the things that actually probably kept me away from even being interested in essential oils and their benefits at all. Um, and it's, I think it's a big barrier for a lot of people, those stigmas, both for men, but just for other people in general, where those stigmas have been built up really unnecessarily by people maybe being overzealous and overclaiming and mlms and all these negative associations but you know i guess for me it's like for me it was just a pretty cut and dry of like i think this is an amazing amazing product that can help a lot of people i don't really care about those stigmas necessarily and like let's try to cut through that and and so that's, that's been an exciting process for me. And we're definitely, definitely not like there yet in being able to break down those stigmas, but we're hoping that we can and actually be able to ha- bring those benefits of plants and making them accessible for people where for a long time, whether it's that they don't, they're not just, they're not willing to try it or they don't want to try it or they don't know about it. We want to overcome those things to actually bring solutions and make them accessible for people, regardless of the stupid stigmas.
1: It's like you're yeah. going to kind of make the smoking cessation or like vape cessation a little bit cooler for guys, if you will. So I think that's really cool. And I'm definitely getting my dad a fume too. Well,
2: and and we've, we're we looking at like the whole smoking cessation industry is mostly focused on the way we put it internally is, is for bringing people from negative one to zero, right? Like, hey, you have a problem. I'm going to help you as a company. The company is going to try to help you fix your problem and get back to zero or normal. Right. And for us, it's like, we're focused on, let's bring you from negative one to plus one and actually make your life better. And, you know, As from a psychology perspective, it's like people want to be using products they actually enjoy, that are actually desirable, that actually taste good, and that are actually good for them. They don't want to just be like, oh, I'm just a victim being helped. And I have this, you know, nasty nicotine patch on my arm and that type of thing. So for us, we're really excited about creating solutions that are desirable, safe, and sustainable which will make it so that 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 will empower a lot more people to be go on that quitting journey. Because for us, we're like, if we make fume into such a good option, that it's just a clear choice where you're like, fume is great, why wouldn't I want to fume, you know, and then you compare that to smoking and all of the negatives there. If we make such a great alternative, we're really excited about how we can help people make that transition um, from that negative one to that plus one. And it's like, it's kind of ridiculous. I think smoking is kind of one of those things that it's been going on for so long and we've been making progress on it as a, as a culture in general, but you know, it's, it's not, it's definitely not solved. It's still the number one cause of preventable death in the world, right? Like of things that people can control, it's the number one thing causing people to die. And it's like, why is there not better solutions out there? Right. And it's, there isn't very many good solutions. And the solutions that have been there have been the same solutions for the last 20 years. So clearly, there's a need for a different alternative. And we're really excited to be able to actually create something that can change that.
0: I absolutely love that. And you're you're totally right. It's like, sometimes it's just the habit. And it's like, we're, we're thinking about all of these other ways, nicotine patches, nicotine gum. And it's like, but this is this is like it's the feel it's the motion it's all of that which you're basically able to compact into this device that as you as you said like delivers a totally different end result but it's still a very similar mechanism of action and i think that's where you're going to get a lot of people turned on to this device because it's it's really you know once you start using it and you start to see how easy it is to just Make this part of your daily habit, whether you smoke or not. You know those are the those are the products that stick around, the ones that are easy to use and effective immediately, and you can really feel the effects. And that's that's why we wanted to have you on today, to, because we both were so impressed by what you've done um, in such a small amount of time with such a small team. And and I can only imagine this guy's limit for you guys. So. Thank you so much, Brayden, for coming on today. And remember for our lovely listeners out there, use code B and B10 with an ampersand um, for 10% off your first one. And I highly recommend the Peppermint, but I also like the Lemon Berry Bliss. And um, and yeah, you can get a starter pack. They have so many different options out there. Maybe you can come out with like a biohacker set at some point throw a little cayenne in there for all those spicy people out there like myself i'm just kidding
2: (laughs) bring the spice
0: right but um but brayden i i just i'm so huge thanks to you and your team uh for taking the time to to sit down and talk with us today any last words from you
2: no i think that's it i'm just so grateful to be able to meet you guys and and to be able to share this is amazing
0: awesome awesome we'll rock on and uh we look forward to continue to fume
2: Take they care. Aren't. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you guys so much for tuning into Beauty and the Biohacker today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to leave a comment or share it on your social media account and we'll give you a shout out. And don't forget to head over to beautyandthebiohacker.com to check out all our episodes and our favorites page where we include our curated list of products with special discount codes just for you guys. And while you're there, sign up for our newsletter because we're sharing some exclusive content and giveaways you won't want to miss.